Welcome back to our study of 1 John. We're ready to begin the fourth chapter, and this chapter offers some great help to us in a number of areas. And one of the areas that we want to talk about today is that if we are growing and trusting the Lord and, and just doing what he wants us to do, as we grow, he helps us to have spiritual discernment. Now, that is Discernment is the ability to tell the difference between what's of God and what's of Satan, what is true, what is false, what is right, what is wrong. You see, this is a real problem today and always has been because a lot of Christians don't don't have discernment. A lot of the first century believers got caught up in counterfeit false prophets and fakes. And, and you see, Satan always mimics and copies God's work to deceive sincere and concerned people. So we have to be careful. Many voices are clamoring for our attention today. Some of them claim special revelations or miraculous powers, but that doesn't mean they have those. We must be able to discern. We must be able to tell. So many people today get confused because they have trouble understanding exactly what God is saying. And if we if we don't let God teach us how to discern between right and wrong, good and bad, we're going to have a lot of problems and uh, a lot of difficulties that, that are really unnecessary. And to have this discernment, you have to be, of course, a believer in Christ. And and without that, it's impossible. Let's notice some of the things that, that John tells us in the fourth chapter and the first few verses. He says, Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming, and even now is already in this world. Well, notice that he says that... There's a, there's a twofold thing that we must understand if we're going to, to have discernment. And the first one is negative, and the second one is positive. The, the negative one is we can't believe every spirit. Now, what he means by spirit, he doesn't mean some ghost floating around, but he means every teaching and every truth that, we, that comes, our supposed truth, it's probably not the truth. If it's, if it's a, not of God, of course it isn't. And uh, what we just need to be able to discern which are from God, which are from false prophets that have gone out into the world. And this is, you know, just because somebody is popular doesn't mean they're right. Just because somebody's interesting doesn't mean they're right. Just because somebody is attractive doesn't mean they're right. And so this is why we have to have spiritual discernment. Many gullible people believe God is the author of strange and weird phenomena, and and they have all kinds of things that they're attracted to. And it's important that we recognize that. Many believe some preacher or teacher is God's special revelation of himself, and I don't believe that's true. I believe God uses preachers and teachers and those who trust him and walk with him, but I don't believe that we're special revelations of his truth. So he says, here's what we're to do. We're to test the spirits. Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit. That's the positive thing. We're to not believe every spirit, but we're to test every spirit. 
test them for authenticity. Now, the word test was used in ancient times of the testing of metals for genuineness, testing to see if a ring was really gold, and to testing to see if something was what it was said to be. And it was to prove that it was meant that it was exactly uh, the genuine article. And the purpose of testing people who are sharing things that they say is revelation from God or truth from God is to see whether they are from God. And all human teachers who claim to speak say that they're from God. They say that God has given them this message, that God has told them what to say. And one of the things that is is important for us is that true prophets are God's speakers, but false prophets are not. They're the devil's speakers. We need to recognize the importance of testing for the origin or the source of the teaching. You see, is it from the Bible? If somebody's teaching something that's not in the Bible or is contrary to the Bible, you can mark it down. It's not right. Don't believe it. If you can't prove it by the word of God, and I don't mean by some one little verse somewhere that could maybe say that, but I mean by the general teaching of all of Scripture, then we need to run from it as if it was something that would really hurt us. And this is very important. Now, the need for the test is that many false prophets have gone out into the world. The early church was encountering them. They're everywhere today. They're on the radio. They're on TV. They're in churches. They're in other places. And all kinds of false prophets. So it's important for us to recognize that. It's not enough, as I've said earlier, for them to be powerful or, or to be attractive or to be uh, cause us to want to listen to them. So many, many false prophets are out there, and the more we're aware of that, the more we want to hear the truth and know it. We, now, he says, here's the way you test. He says, this is how you can recognize if it's God's spirit. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. Now, what he's saying is that Jesus Christ is God. And if they don't recognize who he is, one of the problems in that day that they had, that people did not recognize the human Jesus. They recognized the divine Jesus, but they didn't recognize his humanity. And God says he became a man. He was human, and that it's important for us to recognize that. And so it's important for us to believe Jesus like the Bible teaches him, that the Bible reveals him as the Bible declares him, and not some Jesus that we have decided on in our own minds are from the teachings of somebody else. The acknowledgement that Jesus who came in the flesh is the Christ, the Messiah. Jesus is his human name. But he was never called that until he became a man and dwelt among us. See, in heaven before Jesus came, he was never called Jesus. That was his human name. And it was only as he was born in Bethlehem and grew up in Nazareth that he was called Jesus because Jesus describes him as God's Savior who's come. And Jesus was a real man and only a real man who was perfect and was God in human flesh could save us from our sin. Who any, anyone who confesses Jesus is the Christ, then that's an indication that he's of God. That's pretty plain, isn't it? Uh, there are whole religious groups, cults, that talk about Jesus 
but they never confess him to be God in the flesh. And they they get her to get all they weave all around that and they call him all kinds of nice names, but they never confess that. Many cults have a place for Jesus, but not the place that is described in Scripture. And so without giving Jesus his rightful place, you know that they don't have the truth because they're trying to deceive us. And it's important that we acknowledge that and that we not only know that Jesus has come in the flesh, but we confess that Jesus is, has come in the flesh. So these are fundamental questions that's, that are really important for us to believe and for us to practice. And this is the test of the true treat, teacher and the true preacher. Have they acknowledged Jesus as Savior and Lord, the Messiah of God, and have they trusted him and confessed him as their personal Lord and Savior? And that's the true test for us, really, if we've done that same thing. If you haven't, I hope today you'll settle the issue of your relationship with Christ. God bless you. Have a great day.